Welcome to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I'm Laura Katina. And I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women who are navigating one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode. I just have to say that this is the type of week it's been. Amy and I just went to hit record and I asked her what we were talking about (laughs) because even though we just had a conversation about it, I literally couldn't remember. Even though I'm the one that came up with the topic, I I still couldn't remember. So anyway, that's the type of week it's been. But what we are going to talk about today is making yourself a priority. And I was listening to one of my favorite uh, shows this week, the Ed Milet show. And he was talking about this topic about how people think that putting yourself first is selfish Mm. and it's really not. And because if you don't, like when you're on an airplane and they say, you know, put your oxygen mask on first so that you can help others. It's really the same concept because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of everybody else around you. Um, And I had a tiny example of this this week when I woke up with vertigo again Mm. on Monday and I've been running myself crazy. We've talked for week after week about my insane sports schedule And we basically haven't been home since April. And now I've had vertigo now twice in the last month. And I've never had it in my whole life. And it's been a really scary experience. So that was another wake up call on Monday morning, where even though I am pretty good about, you know, my self-care routine and working out and eating healthy, obviously I'm not doing enough Yeah, because that small amount of time in the morning is good. And I'm thankful that I have it. But obviously I need to figure something else out and I can't look at it as being selfish because if I am waking up with vertigo and can't take care of my kids in the morning, can't get them out of the house and can't do what I need to do, who am I helping? Well, yeah, because it affected you also throughout the work day oh, as well. It was like, I was like death on awful. Monday. Yeah. And it's tough too, because, you know, you think like, oh, I just got to plow through this. And like, right. There's some times where you have like a a runny nose and you're like, okay, I don't need a sick day for this. Like (laughs) I can plow through this one. But to get to a point where you're, you were just not like yourself at all during these bouts. Horrible on Monday. It's like, that's not the time to step on the gas folks. Like (laughs) that is the time where you have to say, all right, something has to change because if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. Like I love the airplane analogy, but I don't feel that people really understand what that means because I, I listened to the same episode that you did. And even Ed Milet said it, he's like, what, I'm not going to put the mask on my kids first. Like I want to save my kids first, but then it's like, well, what happens in those split seconds where you're trying to fumble to put it on your kids and something else happens to you in the meantime, it's like, no, do it for yourself first and then take care of the ones around you. You know, I feel like maybe the last 10 years or so are really catching up with me Mm. because since my kids were little, it's always been like a rat race. I had to get them out of the house, pack all the bags, make all the lunches and everything. Of course you put your kids first, right? They're your your number one priority. Mm -hmm. And so- you know, but you can get lost in that yeah. because they have been so much. So my number one priority, even with my morning routine that I really burned myself out. Yeah. Just totally burned myself out. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that because I remember, and I think we've talked about this like a really long time ago on this podcast, that there was a question, I think Mel Robbins 
even before she was podcasting, had posed and was like, who is the number one part or who are the number one priorities in your life? And you start listing off like your kids, your spouse, your business partners, your clients, your customers, all the stuff. And she's like, and if you have not listed yourself, you have failed. You have failed this question because if you're not listing yourself as a priority, who's going to list you as a priority? Really? Like you have to take care of you. Can't wait for everybody else to come and save you or take care of you or do what needs to get done for you so that you can be your best for everybody else. The only things I really do for myself are I get up more out in the morning mm-hmm. and I do my journaling and my personal development. So I have my morning routine Yeah, and I pack my food. And that's it. That's literally it. I know. It's like And crazy. if you sit back and think about all of the things that you do on a daily basis, how many of them are for you? Not that many. My, my list looks 0. just 5? like yours. Yeah. <laughs> my list looks just like yours. Um, and that's a scary realization too, because like what you're going to burn yourself out to a point where you just can't be helpful for anybody. So think about that. If all you do for yourself is 0.5% of your day and the rest of the 99.5% is for everybody else, that 99.5% is not getting done if you cannot do it. And even if, but you leave, what is the, the phrase that you love about leaving the rest of yourself? What, what, oh, is, that, what yeah. is that phrase that There's you There's a phrase of like, your family doesn't deserve the rest of you. They deserve the best of you. Yes. Right. In the context of like, you want to show up as best as you can for your family, but really like anybody, everybody deserves the best from you. They don't deserve what's left of you. And if you're not filling your cup first and like taking care of yourself first, so that you can pour over into other people, notice all of the vis- visualizations there then you're not going to be giving them the best. You're going to be giving them what's left of you. And I feel like that's what I've always done. Mm. Always given what's left because I'm so busy, like just racing around doing everything for everybody else yeah. Um, and not really doing anything. for. Like I don't buy myself anything. I don't shop. I don't, yeah. I don't do anything. Yeah. And I'm always so busy, quote unquote, busy. Mm-hmm but what am I doing for myself? Absolutely nothing. So, you know, and I don't even up until recently, I really didn't even take time to sit with the kids and watch TV or just do nothing. Mm -hmm. And so last night I decided it was just Kaylee and I, cause Mike had taken, of course, the boy, as if we don't have enough baseball in our life, he took them (laughs) to watch another uh, team from our travel organization that was playing. I was like, goodbye. I'm not going, (laughs) my kid's not playing. I'm not going. I'm very sorry. So um, I stayed home with Kaylee And she was like, can you come sit with me while I paint at the kitchen table? And I was like, you know what? I, Amy, I had dishes in the sink, the laundry. I was thinking about the laundry I had to do and Mm -hmm. fold. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit with her and hang out with her. And so we did that and we watched some TV and she was like, can I dance for you? And she was like dancing. It was so cute. But the old me would have been like in a minute, in a minute, in a minute. Oh and it would gosh. never, never happen. The old me, please. That was the me of like two days ago, right? Right. Like, right. That was the me of 24 hours ago. Literally. I And actually last night, now that you just mentioned that. So last night we were all home. Thank the Lord. Okay. Joey and I were actually both in the same house with the kids at the same exact time. It was amazing. And we had dinner, pretty decent hour. And afterwards we were waiting for um, Joey's family to come by and just visit for a little bit. And 
the kids have been loving to go outside after dinner and just like run around or sit on the front steps with us and like just be. And especially with all the storms and stuff we've had, it's mm-hmm. just been kind of cool. So Joey was like, Amy, leave the dishes. Let's go sit outside with the kids and let's sit on the front porch. And do you know how much energy it took in me to be like, I have a sink full of dishes. The kitchen is disgusting. The bags aren't unpacked. Like everything that was just wrong, right? We got outside and I was like, fine, I will sit out there, go outside. And the kids wanted to race in our front yard. And we have this really big pine tree in the front yard. And so Joey was like, all right, kids, you have to stand in the driveway, race around the pine tree, come back. And the first one to give me a high five wins. And it was the cutest thing. I know this all happened only because I was sitting there. The kids line up in the driveway. And then next thing you know, we say three, two, go three, two, one, go. And Joseph comes running over to Joey to give him a high five first and like declares himself the winner, even though he didn't do anything in order. And it made us all belly laugh. It was so cute and it was so fun. And I would have missed it. Like I would have missed that. And it's like, oh. Hindsight, yeah, hindsight is a great teacher when things are like good and things like that happen. But I'm telling you, it was so worth it yesterday. And I needed the extra push from Joey to be like, stop what you're doing. Come outside with me and the kids. Why do you think it's so hard? Because we're so programmed to be in our routines and just get the things done. And what we also think is that like doing all of those things is somehow going to make us feel like we've checked off a box and there's psychologically something so satisfying about checking off something on your to-do list, but you're exhausted. Like it's, it always blows my mind when people just try to cram all of the things into one day, whether they're on vacation or just like their regular life and think that that is like the best use of the time and that there's no blank space. There's no white space, which is ridiculous, but that I'm subject to that too. And I remember this was a conversation that I have, I have been, you know, toying with and jumping in and out for years now. And it was first introduced to me by Emily Lay. She's the creator of the simplified brand. My planner. So amazing. She wrote a few books also that I highly recommend, but she talked about the idea of white blank space in your calendar. Like this woman creates planners and like academic calendars and like all these other products for planning out your life for a living. And for her to be like, no, you need to plan blank space. You need to make sure that there is white space in your to-do list or in your agenda for the day. I'm like, all right, I'm missing something here because me, I'm like, Ooh, let's fill that puppy up. You know, all I do is fill up my blank space, but it's very hard for me to just sit. I can't, it's very hard for me to sit and relax. Like last night I was sitting with Kaylee and she was so funny. She loves to dance and sing and stuff. And I was watching her and it was so cute. And in my head, I was like, okay, a couple more minutes and then I'm going to get up and I'm going to go get the laundry out of the dryer. I'm going to go. And I'm in my head, I'm like, why? Yeah. Why do I have to do that right now? And you know, on the flip side of that is our kids are watching us and saying, oh, mom is choosing the laundry over spending time with me, Mm -hmm. which that pill is really tough to swallow. You're like, oh, I really hope that my kids are not thinking that that stuff is more important than them. But you're making that choice, right? It's so hard to find that balance between like this. Obviously at some point in time, this stuff has to get done. Yeah. Kaylee is literally the only one in the house that will affirmatively say to me, 
what can I do to help you? Mm-hmm. She's so, she's a handful, but she's so good that way. She's going away with a friend this weekend mm-hmm. and I'm dying because I'm going to miss her. I want her to be home. But, um, she, this morning she was like, who's going to help you this weekend. I'm not going to be here. And I was like, no one <laughs> you're going to send the boys out of the house. Right? Like, See you later. She will say to me, can I help you? You know, but I'm wondering, I said to her the other day, I said, Kaylee, I don't, when you get older, I don't want you to grow up and think that this is acceptable Yeah. because everybody that lives in the house should be helping. Yeah. You don't see that here and it's not right mm-hmm. because everybody lives here. Everybody should pitch in, but you shouldn't be the only one saying, how can I help you? Yeah. And if you're not going to be here this weekend, you're saying to me, who's going to help you? That's ridiculous. And going back to how we've originally started this about putting yourself as a priority, this is also something that you can teach to your kids. This yeah. is a, something that you can teach to other people. I mean, even in the environment that we have taking it to business for a second, I, we have one um, employee who she's just like, I don't need a break. I'm good. I'm oh. just going to continue to plow through. Oh. Right. And I go downstairs now on Fridays in the summer, we let our office go at two and I go downstairs and it's like a little after 12 and she's like hanging out at the, you know, at her desk. And I was like, have you taken a break today? Like, have you gotten up and moved from your desk? And she's like, I'm, I'm good. I got water. And I, she will not, she will not. And it's very funny because like, we have to insist on it, but that's something that we build into the culture of like, you need to take a break. You need to step away. I think that it's part of our culture. I know. To just never stop. And because where we came from, mm-hmm. taking a break was like, you can't, you can't do that. No. Like what do you mean? Because there would be like a, like a homing device. You're on missing us. a billable minute. You're missing. Yeah, please. And yeah. Amy and I obviously don't want to run our business that way. No. Um, so we, I, every day say to her, what time are you taking a break today? You have to get up from your desk and just mm-hmm go for a walk, like do something. Yeah. She's like, I'm a more of like an eat at my desk type of person. I was like, no, Mm-mm. you can, no, you need to get out. I, you can eat at your desk, but get up, go for a walk, do something for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, I feel like I'm speaking to myself. Yes. As well. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> because but, you know, I am the worst offender. You're the worst offender actually. Yes, that's <laughs> true. Because we both have said, <laughs> I said this the other day. All of a sudden there were like storm clouds outside and I'm in a very bright, like light office. And I'm like, I look out the window. I'm like, when did that happen? Like, I'm not even paying attention to anything happening around me because I'm just so consumed with what I have on my plate. And I'm like, uh, when is it supposed to rain? Like, this is crazy. Or we'll go up to our offices and like not emerge again, unless we need to, I don't know, get water or something. What did I say to you? I said, there are, so our offices are up on the second floor of our building. Yeah. And I said to Amy, there are days where I will come into the office in the morning and not leave the second floor until I leave for the day. It's so and it's really bad. So I think, you know, and we're not, I don't want it to seem like we're talking at you. Like you need to do this stuff. Cause we don't do we this. Obviously stuff. are terrible. We're really talking to ourselves. Yes. Right. It was a good reminder. Actually, there was a reason that it was a reminder this week for us. And like that we both listened to it. Actually, I listened to it without even Laura prompting me because she's normally like, did you listen to this podcast? Did you hear this or whatever? And I listened to it because I saw it pop up on my podcast and I was like, holy cow, I really do need a reminder about that, you know? 
And the other thing that I, I actually noted for today's podcast to talk about is, could you just imagine what it would be like if everybody did put themselves as a priority, not in this selfish, like one track mind, I'm only going to care about myself. But if we all took the time to, you know, properly pour into ourselves first, how that could create a ripple effect to other people. It really would. Wouldn't that be insane? Like people's moods would be elevated. I think productivity levels would be elevated. I really do think that it, it would be a social experiment for the ages to really see that everybody was dedicating time to themselves. Yeah. Um, and I think, unfortunately you hit it on the, the head there when you said that it's the kind of culture we have, like we are still even post pandemic, even post chaos. Right. And, and the scare that that had reverberated throughout our, you know, entire country world everywhere Yeah, and how important precious time and health are, it didn't make the lasting effect that I think thought that it would. I agree with you. I feel like we're starting to slip back into like that, you know, hustle Constant, and grind, the go. gotta be on the go culture. I don't know why that is, but it actually felt really good to kind of take like a pause and like realize that the pace of life does not have to be as hurried. Like you can take time for yourself. You can carve out, you know, a manicure pedicure appointment, a, a random trip to a mall to buy yourself something nice. You can do all of those things. We just choose not to. Do you remember when I did coaching sessions with Carol Lowenthal? Yes. And I don't know if you remember what she said to me. No. Do you remember what she said to me about my morning routine, working out in the morning? Oh, that it's not really like, like, that's not time for yourself. That's not self-care. Right. And I was so horrified by that comment and I almost fell out of my chair. I was like, what do you mean? I kind of understand what she was saying, although I don't agree with it hundred percent because I think part of self-care is making sure you're doing those things, you know, working out, eating right. Like, obviously that's part of taking care of yourself, but I know my, what she means, but though. my limited time in the morning racing around trying to get my workout in and my morning routine while yes, it is amazing for me mentally and I can't live without it. There's, I think there's so much more to taking care of yourself. I also think it's because we go out of our way to find a time that it wouldn't affect anybody else. Yes. If you really are pouring into yourself, I think this is where she's heading with it. If you're really pouring into yourself and you're really taking the time to put yourself as a priority you do it at a time that makes other people uncomfortable or inconvenienced just for a moment. Really? Yeah. Because I'm inconveniencing my sleep by waking up at five o'clock in the morning, but I do it because then I know nine times out of 10, nobody's going to interrupt me, but that's also me racing against the clock to make sure that I finish my self-care routine before somebody else needs me. Yeah. So that I can be fully present for that. Right. So there, I think there's a gray area there. Like I kind of get where she's going with that of like, you're not inconveniencing everybody else. Yeah. You know? And I mean, there's just so much more, I think that I'm learning now to self-care than obviously it's so important what we do every morning, but there's so much more to it. And so I think what we'd like everybody to take away is take a look at your life and like, are you even on your own priority list? Yeah. Because there have been many times where I have not been, even after I woke up on Monday, this bout of vertigo was not as bad as a couple of weeks ago. Um, I was actually able to walk, which was a good thing, Oy. but 
it was pretty good. I mean, it was much better than last time, but I knew I needed to take a step back. Yeah. So Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, I just stayed in bed and I slept like an extra hour because that's what my body needed. And I think part of making yourself a priority is listening to yourself, like yeah. actually thinking about what do I need? Yeah. I know I, many days I'm like, I don't even know what I need. I agree with you. I think it's taking the time to think about it. And of course, that sounds so counterintuitive to people to like actually take a pause and take a beat and really evaluate it. But I think that when you do and you start to realize, you know, that 0.5% of your day that you're spending on yourself versus the monstrous, you know, mound of things that you're doing for everybody else is going to be a real like shock to a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. So take some time think about whether you're even on your own priority list. And if you're not think about, you know, even if it's the smallest ways that you can do something to get yourself on that list. Thanks so much for tuning in. We thank you for spending time with us today and we'll talk to you on the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.